This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Hump Day, everybody! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, today is a very special day on the Colleen and Bradley show. What is it? Is it my birthday? Did I no. sleep? It's no, it's only February. No, what, what we are it? celebrating today five full years. Of Holly Roberts, oh. addition to the Colleen and Bradley show. <laughs> Happy anniversary! Yes, now with hundred percent more farts. Um, you know what? I got her a scoop of your oatmeal at lunch. Okay, well, sorry. What? That's that I wasn't was prepared gift. for the holiday. I just. Clearly, know I that wasn't it either. Is. I schlepped some oatmeal onto her plate. It is a holiday. So. And I gladly accepted the offering. And thank you for also accepting the offering of joining this crazy crew yes, queen. five years ago. We're so happy to have you. So happy fifth anniversary to Holly on the Colleen and Bradley now, Show. Okay, that's just, one way to celebrate. You know, keep doing your job. <laughs> uh, now, as much as I would like to talk for the next 10 minutes about what a great addition to the show Holly has been, we prefer to show, not tell. So we will just move on to another thing we had planned to talk about. And that's the Royals. Or wait a minute. Royals. Royals. We're not calling them Royals anymore. No, well, I mean, we can call them whatever we want, but the Queen has put the kibosh on the Royals, uh, in this case, Harry and Meghan, using the term Royal. And in fact, I saw this uh, article over at the Daily Mail, and uh, the Queen, in fact, has banned, if you believe the story. Harry and Meghan from using their lucrative Sussex Royal brand, which is so fascinating and delightful. So let's back it up. Back it Harry up. Harry and Meghan left the royal family as senior royals um, because they wanted to be financially independent. We go deep in the shallow here in the Colleen and Bradley show. Translate financially independent for me, please. Financially independent means uh, no longer taking money from the royal family and instead becoming influencers. To yeah, make they, more money. They wanted to make boatloads of cash. Rightly yeah. so. They realized that their brand was a lot stronger than anything the royal family was ever going to give them and decided that they would, um, you know, go on to greener pastures. Now, in that vein, they have uh, absconded uh, or excuse me, gone to Canada and uh, are living in this like multi-million dollar home. It looks kind of amazing. It's like literally across the pond from uh, Oprah Winfrey, like literally they yeah. can see Oprah's house. They can see her in her laser cut bathtub. By the way, put a pin in that because I have a store, a personal story to tell about that. I can't Back wait to, to hear. Back to this. Okay. So we've kind of been watching to see like, what is this post Royal life going to look like? Well, um, they had a gig made a million dollars showing up to give a speech with a bunch of other rich people. 
that's probably what we're going to expect for the near term. But I will say that, you know, long term, I think their strategy, rightly so, was to take the brand that they have um that they had on offer, essentially, the Sussex Royal brand, and turn that into something. What it turns into, we don't quite know yet. But this story uh, coming out of the Daily Mail, which appears to have some validity, or right. I should say there's no reason to completely disprove this story, even though the Daily Mail can oftentimes be suspect. They say... Um, or Sussex suspect. <laughs> so they said... <laughs> In their story, that following lengthy and complex talks, the Queen and senior officials are believed to have agreed it is no longer tenable for the couple to keep the word royal in their branding. Now, this adds to the previous announcement that they would not be able to keep his and her royal heinies, right? Remember that? Mm, yes. Um, which now creates a problem, does it not? Because if they can't use Sussex Royal, well, Go to their website. Their right. website, by the way, is called SussexRoyal.com. So when you go there, it says, well, actually, what's interesting is it doesn't say anything about Sussex Royal. Their Instagram handle, though, also millions of people following them, Sussex Royal. Here's what I find interesting about this. If I can just, you know, walk it back a minute. These are two really bright, intelligent people. Incredible. Harry and Megan. Very successful Incredibly, yes. It. it the thing that is difficult for me, I'm, I don't want to poke holes in all of our theories that they'd been laying the groundwork for this for a period of time. I yeah. think they were probably trying to have a hybrid of what they're doing now. I think they were trying to pave a way for them to also have some independence within the royal family. Yeah. Um, but it seems to me they would have thought through that piece of it. That using the royal, even if they're not using Duke and Duchess, that maybe the use of royal might eventually be taken from them. It seems on the front end when they were starting this branding, because they were laying the groundwork for their their own personal brand. We it, we actually paid attention to it when they started on Instagram with the Sussex Royal handle Can I, it just seems to me that they would have thought about that royal piece as maybe being something that could be taken away i think that is a logical conclusion although i would just like to remind you that a they never thought that they were going to be leaving they thought that they were going to be creating this thing on their like within they had the, the chutzpah yeah. to believe that they were creating a new role within the royal family that allowed them to continue to do the thing and i honestly this is the like sort of i don't want to say immature because i don't I think immaturity is like a subjective thing, right? Um, but there must have been a naivete mm -hmm. attached to these two in a way that in some way worked to their benefit. Like they they were like, we're just going to do it. Right. And they did it. And then people were like, okay, you're doing it. So now we're going to react. And I don't know that they necessarily thought through all of those reactions. Right. I don't think they thought that they would end up being in a rented place i think they've thought through a lot of stuff but i think all too often we give them way too much credit in this regard because they could not have masterminded and manipulated an entire strategy day one we do this day two this works and even if that had been the case that's clearly not how things worked out meaning they didn't plan on where they are today and which also makes sense because again this was unprecedented nobody has done what they have now done yeah and so it's not like they could have a playbook for it. They didn't know what the fallout was going to look like. Yeah.
Absolutely. So I think that they're kind of at the point now where they're just reacting to things as it happens. Mm -hmm. And now I don't think that they expected a to be outside the royal family. B when they are that they would not be keeping their their um, um, their royal honorifics essentially because they're going to continue to be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. But they are not able to use uh, his and her royal highness. And now they're not able to use the term royal. So it remains to be seen how that's going to play out. And I think, honestly, that, um, you know, they'll probably just continue to be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. If you look on their website, that's the first thing you see. Right. Their branding is the du- the official website of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. The only problem with us is just there's a lot of syllables. Well, I've always, I've always thought that. Sounds like they're drunk. So It's a mouthful. Uh, that's a mouthful, and um, it all sounds like you're going to say something dirty. Can I just also say, though, their website is gorgeous. Yeah, it is beautiful. I, don't, I wonder who made it. Made I by Article. Too. Okay, oh, well, you can, what is Article? Is it like one of those prefab websites? I don't know. We create tailored online experiences. Wow. So presumably, you know, they've got contacts in the world. I mean, these people are so poised to do successful things with whatever they choose to do because they have such like they hover in an echelon that you, I, every single human being listening to the show. And if you think otherwise, please show yourself and I will be amazed. Like, like the Queens listening. Okay, girl. Hey, hey, girl. I've been a fan of yours for years. Nonetheless, still looking fabulous. Still looking fabulous. Love the hat. Would mm. love to come have tea. Look at those Ferragamo shoes. I will work for you. Mm-hmm. I will clean your toilet. I'm just saying. I anyway. That's the, the royal point throne. I was making. Thank you very much. Before I got sidetracked from my own thoughts, was um, they they operate in a world, and I love how we as an audience just constantly give these like they're they're just these you know the simple young couple in love yeah and i get why because we all love a fairy tale right and we we want we see things in them that we want to see right but these people literally have millions in the banks which is awesome yeah kudos to them i'm just saying like whatever they choose to do um, they're going to be, they're already going to have a leg up because they're going to have connections that you and I would never have. They're going to have connections, um, or resources rather that most people don't have. So like, I'm not worried about them in the least, but I am very curious about how this is all going to look. I also think a rebrand for them at this point, if indeed it's true that the Royal has to be ripped from, you know, their, their, their branding, it's not going to affect them. Yeah. Because we we are still so interested in whatever they're doing I, that a rebrand at this point would just be a rebrand. I and I I keep doing this because you know I keep drinking the Kool Aid and keep going because again this is the world they've created for themselves. I don't think this is the world they wanted for themselves, but this is where we are. Mm-hmm. We are all reacting to this as though that they have been very like it's done. This is still a work in progress. I I almost wonder. If they are like doing themselves, going what? What, are, what the heck are we gonna do? Yeah. Like, yes, they have resources. Yes, they have people around them. Yes, they have opportunities. But that said, how do you even begin to put those things together? And I imagine they will, and it'll look well executed. But, but on some level, this is not a done deal. It's not a guarantee that a year from now they're gonna be, 
you know, they are going to have that Netflix series. Right. It'll be interesting to see how the public chooses to look on them a year from now. Uh, what was the story you wanted to tell about Oprah Winfrey's laser cut tub that you have a so, personal? Uh, yeah. That you have a personal story about. So you know that uh, the royals, Harry and Meghan, are like uh, an island away. Yeah, I mean, they could whip out their binoculars. Okay, thanks for saying binoculars. <laughs> they could see Oprah just be bopping yeah. around. And I don't know how often she's at her, um, what's it called, island? Oh. Orca? Orca yeah. Island, right? The Orcas? Oprah's Orca Island. Well, it's it's the Orcas. I think it's like a series of islands, but here's the thing. Did I tell you this? So I'm bopping around on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And I have a friend who lives over on the West Coast. Not a very close friend, but an acquaintance. Someone I used to, who's better friends with Jamie and someone that I've sort of just continued to follow on social media. And she spent the weekend, like she was like heading to the Orcas or wherever. Like I just saw this beautiful place and I was like, oh, where is this? And I looked on the map and I was like, Oh my God, she's going to Oprah. And so I made a comment like, say hi to Oprah and then Harry and Meghan or something. And she was like, what are you even talking about? And then I had that moment where I was like, oh. They don't. They don't. uh, Normal people don't know all of this. People don't understand. So I tried to explain and I was like, this looks really nerdy. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like, oh. And partly stalkery. Like you're stalking me to get to Oprah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awkward. But meanwhile, I was like, "You're like there. Say hi." Like because if it were me, I'd be like, "Where's she at?" Yeah, I want to show Where's yourself. House? Show yourself. Can I see Harry and Meghan? They were just out getting sandwiches. Harry was out getting a sandwich because you know there were all these stories about how they had delivery people bringing their food. It was the security folks, and they were like, "You're spending all this money on security, and they're getting you sandwiches." Don't worry, Harry just went to get a sandwich yesterday. And so the media was all over it. Now we can put those rumors to bed. Yeah. Uh, we are going to take a quick break. And uh, when we arrive back, Elizabeth Reese will be joining us to give us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, my friends. Hello. Okay, so second day of deliberations going on in this Harvey Weinstein rape trial. And uh, jurors... Once again, I am so curious what's going on in that room. Right? So the only news that we have from jurors is a note that they sent out to the judge quite quickly. So this was... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Within 20 minutes of considering the sex crime charges against Harvey Weinstein, 
the panel asked uh, the judge if they could see some testimony again and then to have the predatory sexual assault charges against Weinstein reread to them. So they wanted to see transcript, the transcript of uh, one of the accusers, Miriam Halei. They wanted to see her testimony related to the alleged July 2006 forcible oral sex encounter for which Harvey Weinstein is charged. Yeah. And then they wanted to see the part of the testimony where she talked about, she said that she and Harvey Weinstein had sex more than two weeks later and he called her profanities during that Ugh. encounter. And then they also were asking to review any emails from any of Harvey Weinstein's email addresses that relate to this woman too. Now she's the former project runway production assistant. Uh-huh. There's several, there's three women involved in this mm-hmm. case. Um, and so they wanted to see those emails as well. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it means they're doing their job. Yeah. They're working hard to figure it out. They're trying to figure out if her testimony is enough to, um, validate those charges. It just is, it's fascinating. And, you know, Bradley and I were saying the other day, like what we wouldn't give to be able to hear these conversations taking place. I know. And knowing full well we would never be able to be on this jury because we're a little too invested in the story. But yeah, what I wouldn't give to be a fly on the wall as they are really digging into this. Because you always have to remember, I mean, in the court of public opinion, these jurors could think that Harvey Weinstein is the worst person in the yes. world. I mean, they could totally have gone into it thinking this guy is a slimy sleazeball. Yeah. yeah. Like the rest of America thinks, but, but at the with same time, tooth comb, they have to go through. They have a job to do. Yes. And uh, yeah, it just, it's and, fascinating. And it's not about just saying, do we think that he's a jerk? Because sure. Right. Like, he, yes, already tried um, uh, that yes. charge. Yeah. He well, is a jerk. He's a jerk. I and, I and I do think that um And that this, was the everybody knew that even before Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, and I do think though the I think the reason we're fascinated is because we have sort of like, you know, if you read um she said or if you have paid attention and sort of listened to people talk about this story, it's just, you know, you you this is like the thinnest possible uh bit of information yeah. that is like that's the only thing being brought to bear on Harvey Weinstein in the judicial system. Mm -hmm. And so it's just fascinating that it's all playing out on this tiny little head of a pin. I know it's just like Bill Cosby. It's just like Bill Cosby, where it was the Andrea Constant case. Remember Bill Cosby, there are more than 80 women who have accused Bill Cosby of sexual assault or rape. And one woman is the one that one case is the one that landed him in jail. Now in that case, the judge also allowed testimony from what I believe was five other women as well. To establish a pattern. pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing making a lot of headlines today, this rapper pop smoke, who I think probably I'm not familiar with. Maybe a lot of you aren't, but really terrible story. Um, He was murdered in a home invasion by four masked gunmen. Oh my God. So there's video According to TMZ, that shows four masked men with hoodies making their way into the house just 10 minutes after people inside the house deadbolted the front doors shut. I guess they didn't turn the house alarm on, so that made it easier for the home invaders to get inside. And um, what's interesting is that this rapper, Pop Smoke, posted the address of the home earlier in the day. He was showing off gift bags that he had received and accidentally posted the address. Oh, dear. His... um, Ta- mixtape hit number seven on the Billboard 200 chart on Tuesday, so it was a big deal. 
He was mugged with a friend in a car just hours before. The friend had a ton of cash. Yikes. I mean, and there's photos of it. Yeah. It's like, it's another reminder. It's like that Kim Kardashian lesson. Exactly. It is the Kim Kardashian lesson. You're 100% right that you can't post where you live and like post yourself with cash and stuff. Right. I mean, and everybody, you can't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Right. (laughs) You know? Yeah. But it's easy, I'm I'm assuming, to get caught up in the moment. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, Gwen Stefani canceled four dates of her Las Vegas residency due to a mystery illness. But a source is saying that exhaustion was to blame. That she's just exhausted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Exhaustion to me is a code for something. I've always felt the same way. I know. I don't feel good about it. Well, because I don't know about you, but have you ever had exhaustion in your life? I mean, I mean, other than like yes. you went for a run on a hot day, exhaustion. Yes. I think I feel exhausted all, <laughs> all the, time. the time. But no, I'm saying but, like yes. as a medical excuse. No. Yes, you are correct. No, I've never had that. And one time I said on the air, I don't think that I think that that is code for something else. And I was taken to task by somebody in the music business who wanted me to know just absolutely how hard these people work. And I think a lot of people work that hard yeah. Yeah. on their jobs. And you don't yeah. hear about exhaustion. Yeah. It's being an diagnosed. It seems a very specific industry. Yeah. Related her, it's thing. definitely yeah. an industry yeah. term, but apparently she's going to be back to work. I kind of want to go see her in Vegas. Yeah. Thanks, guys. When Bye. we come back, thank you, Elizabeth Reese. When we come back, we need somebody to play the 30 second pop culture challenge 651 641 1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on My Talk 1071. We are going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this is your 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone to Colleen? We've got Sarah on the line. And what is Sarah playing for? Sarah is playing for a big fat pair of these. Run of engagement movie passes to see the photograph at participating AMC theaters. Hi, Sarah. Are you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, honey? And something's going on with our phones. So Sarah, stay right where you are because I'm going to be your guinea pig. All right. So Sarah, uh, Colleen will play for you. I'm nervous. Okay. And uh, that's what we're going to do. Here we go. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Who directed the movie E.T.? Steven Spielberg. Buster and Babs Bunny were the stars of what 90s cartoon series? Uh, The Bunny people. Next. The Crossroads was a hit song for which hip-hop group? Oh, oh, mm, Bone Thugs in Harmony. Mr. Big is a character from? Sex in the City. What is the name of uh, Elvis's Memphis, Tennessee estate? Uh, Graceland. Buster and Babs Bunny were the stars of what 90s cartoon series? Mm, Bunny Friends. Tiny Toon Adventure. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Sarah. I That was more Bone Thugs in Harmony questions, please. No, okay. No. What? What more bone thugs? I mean, questions? that just felt like my sweet spot. But then, '90s cartoons apparently not a genre that I excel in. <sighs> All right. Uh, now that we've done the 30 second pop culture challenge, we can move on to solve some mysteries, and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment. We call "Blinded by the Item." Blinded by 
celebrity gossip mysteries for Colleen and Bradley to solve. Here's your first. It's hot in the gossip. That is right. Never too hot for the gossip, though. Here we go. This always a jerk, a minus list, mostly movie actor who has a reputation for also portraying jerks, couldn't help himself and made comments about the weight of his significant other and also the wait staff while at dinner this week. Oh, rude. Wait, he made fun of the wait staff? Yeah. Oh. And his significant other. Mostly movie actor. And he has a reputation for also portraying rude people. Jerks. Butthole. But. Okay. But. <laughs> holy butt but. people. Oh, uh, yeah. Rears. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Butts. Now, there is one person that the comment section is pointing out. So we don't actually now, know who this is. Is this B-hole experience like uh, old? Late middle age. <sighs> I, everybody I'm coming up with is like not married right now. Because it's like Harrison Ford? Uh, no, not Harrison Ford. We all know that Harrison Ford is really diet conscious lately, but yeah. I don't think that he's shaming people. Also, he Like Callista Flockhart? Yeah. Also, he's permanent a plus list. Yeah. Also doesn't portray B-holes. Rear holes. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Oh, that's a good one. Thanks. I like that guess, but people didn't put that name. Okay. But actually wouldn't be surprised right? if that was Mel Gibson. Right? That feels very Mel Johnny Gibson-y. Jack? No. There's somebody Russell else. Russell Crowe? I'm just throwing names out yeah. there. That's a good one, too, Russell Crowe. Uh, this person has been noted for their jerk-like behavior. Gerard Depardieu? <laughs> Dude. No, Jim. <laughs> Cute. I see what you did there. Huh. Um, he's been noted for his yeah, rear he, end behavior. His rear end behavior is including but not limited to the way that he treats his daughter, also the way he oh, treats Alec the Baldwin. passengers. Oh, gross. On airline surprise flights. Me gross. At all. Mm-hmm. He would totally be the guy that's like, oh, did you have an extra muffin this morning? Oh, he's gross. Yeah. Rude. So Alec Baldwin, who has a reputation for being a jerk couldn't help himself and made comments about the weight of his significant other and also the wait staff while at dinner this week. Gross. I'm so I have such like Alec Baldwin conflict because I actually think he's funny as an actor. I think he's entertaining. But as a human being, he is trash. Yeah, well, welcome to the 2020. This is what we grapple with yeah. now. We have to know things about people we didn't have to know before and we could live in a fantasy world true that and now we know another celebrity gossip mystery for colleen and bradley to solve here we go the permanent a-list mostly movie actor already sent one season to assist the foreign-born former a-plus list tweener about claims that he made i'm not sure why the singer insists on reviving the claims the publicity isn't needed Nothing is going to help the crepitude of the album. Okay, well, I bet the former A plus list tweener is Justin Bieber, the permanent oh. A list mostly movie actor. Is this? It's not Selena. Because that wouldn't make sense. She's not a movie actor. Um, permanent A list mostly movie actor. It's a dude. Yeah. 
So Justin Bieber, oh, who did he go after? Wasn't there a, oh, what was that? Mm-hmm. I'm smelling something. Yep. Well. What am I smelling? <laughs> give me a little, give me you. a little whiff. You're, you're smelling a little beef. Yes. Justin yes. Bieber yes. Had Orlando Bloom. Tom Cruise. Colleen. Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. that's right. With the fight. Yes. Yeah. With the um, boxing. Yeah. Oh, man. Come on. So Tom Cruise already sent one cease and desist letter to Justin Bieber about claims Justin made saying that he could beat Tom Cruise in a fight. I'm not sure why Justin Bieber insists on reviving the claims. He has done such on the latest episode of Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. Okay. The publicity isn't needed because nothing is going to help sales of Justin Bieber's new album. Because according to NT Lawyer, he's not a fan. (sighs) You know. Don't mess with Tom Cruise. Um, Well... I mean, please mess with Tom Cruise. But except yeah. for that, know that you will have all of Scientology on his True. side. True. Mm-hmm. Another celebrity gossip mystery for Colleen and Bradley to solve. If anything happens to us, though, kids. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just know. Speaking of talk show hatred, this one name host never stops talk- talking smack about the former reality star turned singer who has had huge success. Oh. The one named host thinks of her as a threat and that's, wants her staff to start treating her as such. I feel like that's Ellen, Ellen. and Kelly Clarkson. Ha <laughs> ha! Kelly Clarkson! Yes. That's what she wants to sing. Mm-hmm. No, she wants I you, can't dog. Breathe for the first time. Speaking of talk show <laughs> hatred... Ellen never stops talking smack about Kelly Clarkson. Ellen thinks of Kelly Clarkson as a threat and wants her staff to start treating Kelly Clarkson as such. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, Kelly Clarkson has been relatively successful, it seems, playing in her own sandbox. But, like, this just shows you how full of lies everybody is. You guys, seriously. Stick with us. Seriously. Seriously. I mean... What what has Ellen got to lose? Like, if Kelly Clarkson yeah. becomes more successful, that doesn't take away from Ellen in any way. No, it's literally ego. It's just a whole heaping helping of good old fashioned E to the go. Yeah. That is at play here. By the way, I'm saying, assuming this is true. Right. If that is true, uh, it just seems to me that that's just petty but you know people at that level get petty and don't act like they don't mm-hmm. if I were Kelly Clarkson I would be watching uh, looking both ways before I cross the street mm-hmm. sleeping with one eye open oh, oh I'm sorry I wasn't looking I was on my phone when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show first of all thank you Holly for those delicious blind items when we come back uh, we got to talk about another talk show host we talked about her a little bit yesterday Why she was Williams? one of our D-bags Wendy Williams uh, well there's an update <sighs> turns out we're not alone we'll tell you about it after this on my talk 1071 turns out we're not the only like. ones not who think that Wendy Williams is living with her foot in her mouth. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, tastes like leather. <laughs> it's so-
<laughs> I thought I was waiting. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. For an opener or something no. like, Wendy Williams <laughs> stuck her foot in her mouth again. <laughs> Ta-da! So she did. Um, it has been a month for Ms. Williams. Mm. Now, she is constantly getting in headlines for saying dumb things, and you got to love her for it, right? She's kind of on brand that way. First, it was her own personal life that had her uh, making headlines and not talking about stuff and then talking about stuff and then living stuff and being things and doing stuff. Okay, I'm just rambling. But the last month, she has literally said... Some real dumb, dumb stuff. Things real about, dumb stuff about Joaquin Phoenix yeah. and his cleft lip and uh, people in general uh, with uh, that experience in life. And then it was, oh, I'm sorry, gay men shouldn't wear high heels or skirts. Um, and celebrate Galentine's Day. And celebrate Galentine's yeah. Day. Okay, that's a problem the yeah. world this, needs to address. Yes, exactly. And most recently, you'll remember yesterday, she made this horrible joke about a dead woman. So bad. This woman literally made a joke at the expense of a woman who'd been murdered, Mm -hmm. who happened to also have been, and by the way, the day before, I think, I don't know when uh, she died, actually, but I think it was, you know. Over the weekend. Over the weekend. She dies. Wendy Williams thinks it's uh, a good idea in the telling of the story to add a Price is Right joke because the woman used to date um, Drew Carey, Drew Carey, the host of The Price is Right, who yeah. is taking time off the production of his show because, because he's, he's devastated that his ex-fiance was murdered. Ex-fiance. Correct. And she goes, Sit with that. I'm not even going to do the joke. No, don't. You can go find it online. Go find the joke because, like, I think it's hilarious that Wendy Williams is so out of... Like, I don't understand how this woman has a job Mm. other than the people employing her must believe that she... Uh, th- that the the train wreck of word salad that comes out of her mouth is getting attention and therefore productive. Like that's the only math I can do to understand why Williams, is, or why Wendy Williams is where she is. Because while I think obviously she's talented and has been for years and decades and all of those things, her time and time again she says the most harmful, well, harmful, inappropriate, insensitive, hurtful things. Yeah, I mean. She literally made fun of the woman who just got murdered. And so we're not alone in that. I mean, it's not like we are unfairly picking on Wendy Williams. Literally, her own fans are turning on are her. Are turning on her. And you heard that yesterday in that segment oh, that yes. we played, wherein she makes the joke about, well, she said, quote, come on down. Yeah. In the telling of the story of the woman who'd been thrown off a balcony. Yeah. And died. And that silence is and that exactly silence is what, what the you audience heard did from the audience because they were rightly horrified yes. in that moment. Well, the longest running fan page for Wendy Williams 
um, uh, on Instagram has said, y'all, we're out. <laughs> we love you, Wendy. Like, girl, it literally says crazy. there was a post from a day ago from Wendy's team. I thought it was Wendy Steam, and I was like, what is Wendy Steam? <laughs> I think it's just Wendy's team. Oh, wait, I thought the same thing. <laughs> um, and the, the caption to this delightful photo of Wendy Williams says, we love you, Wendy, but we will be taking a break from this page. Yeah. Because you can't defend that. There is nothing to defend. Even her hardcore fans who have their own Instagram page, of which there are only, by the way, 30,000 followers, ain't nothing to shy shy away from. 30,000 ain't not nothing. But... um, even they are like, even they're like, um, I can't, you know, no, like even when you're like bestie, like bestie, best, best, bestie says that thing and is like, you're like, no, 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 yeah, I'm walking away from you like I've never met you. Yeah. So what this is what I'm curious about is how does first of all. Has Wendy Williams said anything? I can't find anything. I literally have been checking. You know, I've been Googling. Um, I did not watch the show today. I don't know if it was a rerun or not. Um, But I don't see anything from her on her page. So she may even be past the point of giving apologies for the dumb crap that comes out of her pie hole. You know, it's one thing to say, like, because I think, like, I always do that thing that I don't need to do, but I do. Because I would not want to be in her position, but I would never be in her position. So then I'm like, why are you doing that thing? Which is like, does she understand what she said? Like, but she did. You could see it on her face when she said it. Did she apologize immediately? Because look, I have been in a position where I have said things out of my mouth and gone, oh, "Oh, whoops. I didn't. That was bad. Yeah. That was bad. And I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to say that. Or I did. And I'm bad. Yeah. She didn't have that moment. She literally just kept the train running. Just chugging along. Chugging along. Yep. Nothing to see here. And I just don't understand how somebody doesn't say, girl. Well, because that's my question is, what is the consequence for her? There are times that she has said things that are not appropriate where she's either apologized shortly after and whether or not it was an authentic apology, who cares there, but there have been times where she's at least acknowledged that she said something that was all kinds of off color. But what is the consequence beyond apology? Who is holding her to a standard of just, I mean, literally, Humanity. her Instagram page is taking a hiatus. Yes. Like, they're imposing consequences on themselves, right. and they have nothing to do with her. And so but then, they're like, we can't even do our thing. So then my question really does become, how is the production company handling her? Yeah. How are the networks that care? She's syndicated. She has yeah. to be, yeah. So how, how are the networks that are carrying her handling her? Well, and there have been campaigns, I'm sure, like there are with any talking heads on TV, particularly, um, you know, to say like, fire Wendy Williams or Wendy Williams, move on. I mean, yesterday we jokingly, or I jokingly said she should be fired and we'll take her spot. Um, because like, I can guarantee you that we'll, I can't guarantee you we won't say dumb things, but I can guarantee you we won't make jokes about people who were just murdered. Yeah. And or people who um, are born in ways that um, are not 
the way we were born. Yeah. I don't like I don't even know how to describe right. just like dumb. Yeah. Like that level of right. dumb. Right. Right. I so that's what I'm sort of waiting for. I I, I suspect. Well, I I'm but actually she surprised do? she hasn't like, apologized. But, but, but then I I had that thought. Like, what does she do? Does she say I'm sorry? I said a dumb thing again. Right, because it's but happened how many so darn dumb many times this month. Well, and that's the other thing is, I, I you know, at some point, all press is good press until a certain point, right? Yeah. And when are we going to hit that point? I feel like that had to be it. But no, she'll probably live to stick her foot in her mouth another day. Yeah, I mean, she, you know, she's a very powerful woman. She has a lot of resources. She has a lot of people, you know, who uh, benefit from her employment. Like, so I don't think she's going anywhere. But the thing that I have a hard time with is as just a human person, I would be horrified at the response of I, I just, just would never be, say something like that. The, thing because that I, I, the way people thought about it would that's her. Here's what I hope doesn't happen. Here's what I hope doesn't I happen. I just didn't make any sense that I'm aware of that. Go on. <laughs> what I hope doesn't happen is that she does that thing where she's like, I told you I'm going to say whatever I'm going to yeah. say. And because she kind of did that with the gay thing. And like, there are enough people who will buy that and like be like, oh, that's okay. And I just hope that people aren't allowed to continue to make that pass. Like, Thing like I'm gonna be lazy, I'm gonna be insensitive. You just have to suck it up if you're gonna come along for the ride. No, you can like, do better. Uh, you can do better, Wendy Williams. Yeah, come on. We expect a little bit more out of you. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what movie traumatized you as a kid? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What movie traumatized you as a kid? Let's just talk it out. Let's get it all out right here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk one zero seven one. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.